Welcome back to the Oscar Project Podcast, the show where I discuss Oscar-nominated films year by year. I am your host, Jonathan Eaterberg, and this week I am bringing you a three-part Thanksgiving special with interviews highlighting some of the recent Student Academy Award winners. Today is part one, my conversation with filmmaker Giorgio Giotto, director of the Student Academy Award-winning documentary, Wings of Dust. Before I jump into the interview, please subscribe to the show in your podcast player so you can get all the newest episodes as soon as they are released. If you like the interview and want to hear more, please consider leaving a rating and review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Giorgio Chioto is the director of the short documentary Wings of Dust and recent recipient of the gold medal for documentaries at the 2023 Student Academy Awards. He recently completed his degree at New York University and joins me today to talk about his film and his experience at the Student Academy Award Ceremony. Giorgio, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. Thanks so much. So first off, congratulations on winning the Student Academy Award. I know you got to spend some time in Los Angeles leading up to the ceremony back in October. What was the best part of that experience? So I think the best part of the experience was thinking about myself back in Italy, uh, kind of like two years ago, where I would have never thought, you know, for economical situation, for opportunities that I would have ever walked that stage one day. Uh, so that was a pretty amazing moment, um, you know, where the Academy welcomes you as a family. But I will say the most moving moment was when Vidal, the protagonist, came on stage and gave a speech and everybody was listening and was concerned with his issue and was sharing his suffering almost. Absolutely. Yeah, I was I was watching and that was definitely uh, even though I wasn't picking up every word with my rudimentary Spanish, I, I you know was definitely moved by him being there and, and being able to participate in that moment. Thank you. Thank you so much. So uh, so what first got you interested in making documentary films as opposed to narrative films or any other type that might be an option for you? So I started my journey as a DP. It's funny enough that a few years ago I was making commercial for cars uh, and, you know, brands. But I felt like there was something that wasn't clicking in me. I felt like I was called to something bigger in life, which was to bring other people's story in the eyes of, let's call it change makers. So people that are able to take actions and make hopefully an impact on their life. Uh, this was definitely what motivated me to start the documentary path and do a master at New York University in news and documentary, where I learned a lot about journalism, about the ethical approaches behind, um, you know, working on a story. And definitely it was my strong desire to live close to somebody and learn from them, uh, in this case from Vidal and building really strong friendships. I would say regarding narrative, uh, I don't think my mind thinks as a narrative director, unfortunately. So that's why I focus on documentaries, but I'm extremely inspired by narrative films. And I always try to apply that form to documentaries. Absolutely. Absolutely. That makes sense. Now, you mentioned Vidal a couple of times. How did you learn about his story specifically? So it's a really particular story because I was hired as a DP 
for a job in South America. And Vidal happened to be the person that we wrongly call the fixer. So he was, let's say, the local producer of this project. And one thing that I noticed and really caught my attention was how he was treated. Most of the time during the shooting, the people that were working with us were not being so respectful and he was just working for them sometimes, even being rude to him. And in those moments, I realized how important it is to recognize and celebrate the value of his work. Because if you think about it at the end, we call him a fixer, but he's a journalist, the same way that the director of an important right. documentary it is. He's at my same level. The only difference that we have is different opportunities in terms of equipment, um, in terms also, you know, economical, coming from different backgrounds. So um, I believe that he's a journalist and he deserves his work to be celebrated in the in the best way. And I hope this, and I know that this academy opportunity is going to empower him so much. Absolutely. So what sort of challenges did you run into while you were filming this documentary? So the first challenge was, of course, budget. This started as a student film. And one of the rules that our teacher gives us at NYU is to do everything by ourselves from pre-production until editing. And this process was extremely helpful to learn how to basically trust in yourself. But it was also extremely draining. Um, you know, I feel like when you are on um, on the field and you're the, literally the only person you can rely on for drones, for sound, for pre-production. If something goes wrong at night, you have nothing else to recap with. It's just yourself uh, going over thoughts. And I feel like the main issue that I had to deal with is when stuff go wrong, went wrong in the filming process. It's like finding solution, but just by myself without getting um, beat down or getting upset. That was definitely the main challenge. Right, and you mentioned you know some of the drone footage, uh, which I thought was amazing in the film when I was watching it. Uh, you said you did all of that the, yourself as well as all the on-the-ground filming? Yeah, everything. Uh, I actually... I actually crashed a drone a couple of times. Uh, you know, that happens when <laughs> you're chasing trucks uh, that go really fast uh, and lose the signal. That That's part of the game. And yeah, I did everything. My goal when I started this project was thinking, all right, I have th these resources. I don't have a lot of resources. How do I make the best out of it? And I make it look as a really cinematic movie. And he ended up working out. Of course, I, I burned out so much, but he worked out. That's that's what matters. Yeah, wonderful. Now we saw you at uh, we saw. I'm sorry, we saw Vidal at the Student Academy Awards with you the uh, other month. Um, but there were some scenes in the film where we see his his family being harassed, his son even being harassed because of the activism that he's doing. Do we know anything about him and his family situation at this time? Are they okay? Um, and if you can't say anything about that, I certainly understand. Yes, no, absolutely. Um, I actually have good news because Vidal 
a few days ago got recognized finally from the um, municipality of his little town. Um, I believe they saw the award and they gave him a medal um, of a defensor of the city. So it feels like something is changing a little bit. Um, I'm also happy for his son that he's, he's going through high school right now. And, you know, our dream is one day to, it's really ambitious, but like one day trying to fly or Vidal or at least his son um, through another country pursuing different opportunities. His son goal and dream is to be a filmmaker as well. So it will be amazing to help him get a scholarship uh, in the few years, in the few next years to to able to find an opportunity. Hopefully that can happen and, and then he can keep spreading that message uh, that his father has, has started. Thank you, Mike. Um, is there anything else you want us to know about the film before I move on to a couple of questions uh, not related to the film? Well, um, yeah, actually the film is running for this year's Oscars. Um, we don't have a distributor, uh, actually, so, um, you know, people might not be able to watch it, which is really upsetting. But at the same time, I just wanted to tell everybody to keep your eyes open um, because soon it will be out and I hope that it can inspire a lot of people. Definitely. Well, let's, uh, let's hope we get some distribution going and uh, people get to see it uh, in the near future. Thank you. Now, this might be the hardest question that I ask. Um, I'm sure you've watched a lot of films over the years, but if you had to pick your top three, what would you say they were? So my favorite one is documentary. It's called Cartel Land by Matthew Henneman. And I watched it when I was literally 15. And I didn't have any idea about documentaries. And I remember buying the DVD from Amazon and putting on my Xbox and just watching this film. And I was extremely inspired by how in a situation of conflict, he was still able to capture deep feelings of the people. And, you know, a lot of people, when they think about Matthew Hyman, they focus a lot on his access, which is unbelievable, his bravery. But I feel like there is so much more behind it, um, which is also his regard and respect toward the subject is something that I definitely picked up from the film. Another favorite film that I have is called Shot Caller, which is about this man that ends up in prison and totally changes personality. And I was extremely interested by how, as an audience, we can witness a character change throughout the story for a reason. And it was amazing how throughout all the film, you wonder the reason of his choices. And this is something that puts us in a position where we are not judging him. And that's something I would like to achieve in my documentaries, being able to give the space to the audience to understand the protagonists of the story, no matter what's their political position, no matter what's their personal opinion, and just relate to that person, no matter who they they are, basically. Um, so now, if you could invite any three movie characters to your next dinner party, who would they be and why? Do, did you watch Creed? I have not seen Creed yet. I, it's, on, it's on my list. Got it. So I believe the person I really want to invite, if I ever have a dinner 
would be the protagonist of Creed. I thought that the protagonist is extremely resilient and is somebody that can relate to anybody, uh, no matter what's the audience background. And it just relates. It's just a really nice person that can teach to not give up. You know, same as Rocky, I would say. I would definitely want him in the in the table. Just, just a fighter, I would say. So now I'm usually interviewing authors on my podcasts. Are there any books that you've read recently that you could recommend? They could be fiction or nonfiction and don't necessarily have to be related to film. Yeah. So one book that I can definitely recommend is The Meditation by Marcus Aurelius. And I think it's really important to read, to be written, uh, sorry, to be read by filmmakers, especially because our path is extremely hard sometimes. And we might encounter a lot of challenges financially and opportunity wise. And, you know, uh, so this book really teaches you how to fight adversity and to keep your mentality positive in a way that doesn't make you lose your true self, I would say. Excellent. I think that's the oldest book that I've had recommended on the podcast so far. So we'll be sure to to link to that for folks to check out. Thanks. And lastly, before we wrap things up, um, can you just let us know what's next for you? Obviously, you said you're looking for distribution for the film. Do you have any other projects that are coming up after you're done with all of that? And where can we also follow you on social media to stay up to date with everything? So you can follow me on social media with my name, Giorgio Ghiotto. It's just all together. And there I post a lot of updates about what's coming and, you know, with the film, where it's going to be available. I would say what's next for me is to run this Oscar campaign now and do the best for Vidal and also think about the next story. Uh, it's definitely going to be something about resilience in a place of war where we can see people using art or science to create a better environment for their friends and their people. That's definitely what I'm going to work next. Wonderful. Well, we uh, look forward to seeing and hearing that uh, when it does come out, whatever that next project is. I thank you so much for your time today to speak with me. And I really hope to see uh, your name when the Oscar nominations come out early next year. Thank you, Jonathan, really. And just want to say this and really appreciate that you spend this time. Uh, It's like, you know, we're the next generation of filmmakers and, you know, there's not a lot of... uh, traction around us i would say so people like you that spend our time to listen and try to give a platform it's is huge man i i really be grateful to be in touch wonderful well again thank you so much for for speaking with me and hopefully we can speak again soon thanks jonathan thank you so much man thank you again to my guest today giorgio Giotto. His short documentary, Wings of Dust, received the gold medal at the 2023 Student Academy Awards in October and is eligible for nomination for the 96th Academy Awards in January. The Oscar Project Podcast is written and produced by me, Jonathan Etreberg, with editing assistance from Joshua Etreberg. Please join me later this week for part two of the Thanksgiving special, where I will be speaking with another Student Academy Award-winning filmmaker. Until then, I hope to see you at the movies.